and sin not. Commune with your own heart upon your bed and be still, Selah. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. There be many that say, who will show us any good? Lord, lift thou up thy, the light of thy countenance upon us. Thou hast put gladness in my heart more than in the time that their corn and their wine increased. I will both lay me down in peace and sleep. For thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, once again for um, allowing us to come together, even though, Lord, we are now um, uh, kilometers apart from a lot of our brothers and sisters. And, and Lord, I pray that uh, many of them can come here and uh, fellowship with us. And I pray also for um, the good health and recovery of Sister Amy and the Aban's um, family, that, Lord, they'll, they'll be safe from uh, the infection of the virus. And I pray, O oh God, that the rest of our people um, in, in, in Mount Zion Bible Church will just be, um, Lord, um, uh, remain healthy. And Lord, um, thank you once again that uh, we have come and we have this day to worship you. Lord, um, our heart is ready to worship you. And it is our prayer, O oh God, that um, you drive away whatever hindrance, Lord, for us to come and worship you. Because uh, it is our desire. We want, Lord, to stand in awe of your greatness and your power. We want to, to see you, the, the, uh, the magnificence of your um, glory. And Lord, um, this morning, um, we just want to um, see the blessing, Lord, uh, from your word. Bless all of us. Strengthen our hearts. Um, allow us, Lord, to have the right perspective of the future. Enable our hearts, Lord, to see um, the glory of God through all these sufferings and afflictions and, and adversities that we are facing in this world. Lord, help us to look beyond the problem and see the glory of the, of the Lord Jesus Christ. Just like David, Lord, he was um, in distress, but he called upon you, Lord, here when your people also will call upon you. And thank you, Lord, for this um, great opportunity that each one of us can come before the throne of grace and bless all of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So this is um, the Psalm of David. Come in, come in here, brothers. Uh, we have plenty of space here. We will fill this place first. And then um, we will also, uh, at least just the, the screen will just stay there for the meantime. Uh, we will use it when um, during the mid, mid, um, divine service. Okay, so again, welcome all. We have Brother Oliver and Brother Gideon. Thank the Lord for um, them coming over and faith. So this is the Psalm of David. As you know it, the circumstances under which um, this Psalm was written was not really clearly um, defined. Uh, within the context of chapter 4. Uh, but you can see that there are certain things that we can perhaps determine that this psalm was the psalm of David. So no, I, be, I believe there's no question about that, that this was David who wrote this psalm. And they call this the psalm of the evening. Um, because this speaks about 
David's unwavering confidence in the Lord our God. He is confident in God. No matter what he's been going through in life. And I hope uh, we can learn things from David. Um, we, all of us will go through certain difficulties in life. You, you will go through that. Each one of us will go through certain difficulties in life. But despite of that, whatever problems you may face, right here, right now, or maybe in the future, whatever it is, and whenever it is, always, just like David, his confidence is in the Lord. No matter what and whatever it is. In, in my situation, I have like experienced a near-death situation. Uh, my cancer is still maybe, you know, a threat to me. Um, my, my liver is still a threat. Or maybe other parts of my body still a threat. And um, death may come anytime. And just like David, he could have died for many occasions. He, he fought against the lion. He fought against the, the bear. He fought against Goliath. He fought against thousands of soldiers from the enemies. And on each one of those occasions, he could have died. But the Lord, every single time, rescued him and saved him and gave him the, you know, um, the capacity and the ability to overcome them. And that is God's help in his life. And that is why he placed his confidence in the Lord. Whatever circumstance in life, put your confidence in the Lord. This is David. He has this unwavering confidence in Jehovah. And in, in greater sense, uh, you can see there that uh, that confidence of David, um, he plays also in the confidence that he has for the Son of God. When we, call, when we talk about Jehovah, um, all the characteristics of Jehovah in the Old Testament are also all you can find in the characteristics of the Lord Jesus Christ in the New Testament. Um, the most, the most um, clear um, you know, uh, words that Jesus Christ was saying when, when he was here is that he called himself I Am. Jehovah was the I Am in the Old Testament. And, and Jesus Christ expounded it. Who's that I Am? I Am the door. I Am the light of the world. I, he, he, he just... You know, um, expounded it uh, to the to the uh, effect that uh, he was really that Jehovah in the Old Testament. Now, again, um, all the characteristics of that Jehovah um, are present in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. Now, in verses number one to three, we first of all we find here that um, we find the prayers of the holy are heard by the Lord. When you come to pray unto the Lord. You might not, you know, heard God or hear God's audible voice. But rest assured, brothers and sisters, that when you come and, and ask the Lord, when you come and pray to the Lord, you will definitely, you will definitely um, see an answer or get an answer from the Lord. Right here, sister? Right here. <clears throat> you have the uh, brother... Ray and family here. <clears throat> and you see, um, in verse number one, we can find um, the distress of David and how he over, overcame it. How he overcame um, the distress of his life. And he said here that who is there among 
uh, the sons of men who has not been in the valley of despondency, who is there among us who has not experienced um, difficulty and, and, and you know, um, discouragement. All of us experience discouragement. The same with David. David was a, a happy man in the Lord. He was uh, he has a happy person in the Lord. When it is everything about the Lord, oh, his overwhelming joy. His heart is in the state of, um, you know, um, great, great um, rejoicing in the Lord. And there, David, David is always showing his joy but despite of that he has also some discouragement in life as you see also in his life there was a lot of trouble a lot of problem and it caused him to be um afraid sometimes even though he was the great uh, uh, no the the mighty king uh, brave and mighty king and yet he has fear in him he said a time a time when i am afraid i will trust in thee the, the, the good thing with David when he's afraid, he placed his trust in the Lord and his faith in the Lord erases, erases all those fear. And that makes him um, really a successful person, a successful Christian. So again, um, the way out of despondency is not intellectualism, it's not in that in environmentalism or or in um, sensationalism, deliverance, my friend, of all this despondency is coming from the Lord. Yeah. It is the Lord that will deliver us from all these problems. And and I will tell you, while you are going through problems, the Lord is waiting for you to come to Him. He is waiting. Before before you before you get into that problem, the Lord is already waiting for you to come to Him. And see, David here had been delivered by the God of his righteousness. That's what he called God uh, in his life. He is a God of my righteousness. And he was delivered from that uh, problems that he went through in life. And again, um, he had confidence in God. And, and he believes that as in the time passed that he had victory in the Lord. He believes that God will do to him victory again. He will give victory again in his life. That is the confidence of this man. The confidence of David in God is so great. And he's not afraid of anything. He has no understanding. I mean, he has no uh, fear of facing Goliath in that, in that moment of the battle. But he also has no assurance that God would deliver him. He just believed that, uh, you know, he will just follow the Lord and, and, and do what God wants him to do. And if he could kill Goliath, then Goliath will die. And, and again, indeed, the Lord gave him victory in that. You see, what he really did in his life, David remembered and understood the track record of God in his life. The track record of God when he called when he called upon him and the mercies of God in his life. That's why he said, I think it's in um, Psalm chapter 23, verse number 
uh, one to six. We we I think many of us memorize that. The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for Thou art with me. Thy rod and Thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. And this is the text, and this is the, fir- the verse. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That mercy that David knew about God, he is full in, uh, in confidence of God's mercies in his life. Deliverance is just around the corner. When he is in the, in the great problem of life, he, when he faced death, he knows that God is able to deliver him. And God already delivered him. He remembered the past experience that he had with the God and his mercy and his deliverance. And he has no fear. He has no fear whatsoever. I believe that also will encourage all of us when we face problems, when we face um, um, trials in life and adversities in life. And the Lord will deliver you. That experience that God's deliverance in your life, um, you will bring in, you will take it along with you in the future. And when you face new challenges, when you face new problems in life, when you face new adversities, then you look back of the victory that you have with the Lord. And you know exactly that the Lord delivered you in that moment. You know you have the confidence that the Lord again will deliver you in the problems that you're facing. David is like that. He always remembers God's deliverance in his life. So here in verse number two, um, um, I mean, in that deliverance, um, Jeremiah chapter 33, verse number three, is a very nice verse there. Jeremiah 33, verse number three, call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. So there are deliverance there are, there are uh, God's deliverance in your life that, you know, unthinkable. And I mean, something that you, you do not expect that would come through and then it came through. Why? Because God can, can, can uh, maneuver things in your life. God can uh, make you, can save you in, in, in circumstances where you cannot think. How, how, how are you going to, to be delivered from the situation? I told you already, um, I have great confidence um, that the Lord will provide me a house and my family. And um, since we, we had to, we had to um, move house from the previous one, and this, is, this house is maybe around two and a half months here. But um, I knew already a month before that the, the house, uh, we have to move house, but I was still in, in, my, in the midst of my pain of my operation. My surgery, and but I already prepared something. Um, book already hotel. We might be me, me and my family will stay in the hotel for several days or weeks, and all our stuff will go to the storage because uh, we we could not find um, a suitable house for for us. That was we have to move house Saturday. On the Tuesday, uh, the wedding. We had a wedding. So all of us are busy. 
Wednesday we have church service. So the only time that we can, you know, empty the house, or still the house is full, um, is Thursday. And to think I cannot help, but thank God we have a lot of um, brothers and sisters in the church and friends that came along to help. But basically, um, I was useless there. I was useless. I cannot I cannot lift a two kilogram um, item. So Thursday, we started packing the things. And then a friend of mine called because he asked my help. He needs my help. He is going to move items, move house from his friend he he asked me to help him <laughs> but little did he know that i need his help more than he needs my my help and in the end he was the one helping me <laughs> so next time you have problems and you need help do not call me because it might end up that you'll be the one helping me <laughs> so <laughs> just warning <laughs> just a warning but that that guy that friend of mine asked for my help adrian i need four people four people to Help me carry this stuff. Go, okay, brother, that's fine. Um, we can, I can give you four people Saturday, Saturday, and and good thing also because I have I move house. <laughs> Just simple conversation. It turned out to be when he arrived, he came. Okay, I, w- I will come to your place, and he saw a lot of stuff, not ready for um, um, moving. So he came, and the next day, Friday, he came to help. His old uh, fellow, he's, uh, um, you know, um, above 70 years old, but he carried stuff. And he, you know, uh, he just, he just orchestrated everything to help out. We don't have a house. Thursday, we don't have a house. We need to move out Saturday. Friday, Friday, this house we're saying, um, you know, was, 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 um, Noticed by his wife that this is empty, and but the owner already have found someone to to um, to stay in this house. But because of him, he was able to convince the the owner that you know we are we are the best people to to live in this house. And we got the house in just within 24 hours. We got the key of this house in just 24 hours. So um, I was able to cancel my hotel accommodation. And the Lord provided us everything, despite of me being helpless and hopeless in that in that moment. Again, I, I I took it as God's salvation. I took it as God's blessing, and and there are more blessings that you know I can share you online and and here in public. There are more blessings that happened to this house that uh, I cannot imagine really is happening. The Lord is very good and He saved me. This is what He said in Jeremiah 33, 3. Call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. I did not know exactly. Even, even them, that those people that helped me, they did not know that this will come out like this. And, and I do not know. Not one member of my family knows. So... Again, but God knows because that's his plan that thou knowest not. And to the end that the Lord will be glorified, the Lord will be magnified, that it is his working and he has shown that to me. He has, you know, demonstrated that power of his to me. Then I can share it to you so that you can also trust in the Lord and he will show great and mighty things. 
in your life also, which you do not know where it is coming from. But we know that it's coming from the Lord. You see, and here in verse number three and verse number two, um, David was um, something talking about these people who wanted to remove the glory of God in his life from him. In verse number two, O ye sons of men, how long will you turn my glory into shame? How long will you love vanity and seek after leasing? How long? So again, um, the Lord is, uh, I mean, David was complaining about these people who tried to um, dishonor him by speaking lies about him. And people are like that. Um, man's determination to please self and magnify his goodness has turned the glory of God to shame. And here, as man naturally loves to elevate himself, and man longs for self-gratification, and man cares more about the design rather than to the designer. We care we cared more about ourselves. We do not care about God. And that is the nature of man. We are rebellious in nature, self-satisfying, and we are flesh-pleasing people. And we will just take even falsehood so that we can be elevated. So that is normal. You know, pe people... People in sin nature will always, you know, uh, try to please himself. He will pursue um, pleasure. He will invent sensual ideas. He will, um, you know, he has a form of godliness. But we know from the Bible that it denies the power thereof. And that is that natural inclination of man. And in here, David said in verse number 3, he said, Offer the sacrifice of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. So here, he told the people that, you know, God sets apart for himself those who are godly, those who are um, people who love the Lord, those people who uh, trust in the Lord, because we have a relationship with him, the Lord will... Um, will set apart those people. We have that father and son relationship, father and child relationship. It said in, in Corinthians uh, chapter 6 that um, touch not the unclean thing and I will receive you and I will be a father unto you and you shall, you shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Come out from among them and be separate. So God is, you know, putting us, setting us apart because we are his children and he will set us apart for himself. Remember, it is for himself. It's not for ourselves. If God will promote us, it is because of his glory, not, not for us to be just be promoted. Uh, if God will save us, it is for his glory. When, when, we, when we are receiving the great blessings of the Lord, again, you take the pleasure of it, you take the joy of it, but God meant it for his glory. So always that whatever things will come to our lives, it is for the glory of God. Do not forget that the end 
the end of all things, whether it is in blessing or whether it is in, you know, adversity, the end of that, the end point is God's glory. If you go through adversity, make sure that the end of that will give glory to God. If you are blessed by the Lord, make sure also that the end of that will give glory to God. Because all of these things should redound to the glory of the Lord. Verse number 4 and verse number 5, you can see here the believer's trust in um, in the God of all grace. In verse number 4, it says here, Stand in awe and sin not. Commune with your own heart upon your bed and be still. Again here, David admonishes that all who read and believe in God's word, all of you, all of us that believe in God, all of us that believe in the scripture, all of us that believe in the Bible, all of us that believe in the Lord Jesus Christ should depart from sin. All of us must be separated from sin. There should be no sin found in the midst of us. Because the God that we are serving is a holy God. God is holy. Now, the Apostle Paul um, picks up on the thought uh, that echoes the uh, the imperative of us to be holy. In, in Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 26, even at the point where sometimes we get we get angry. But even if we get angry, the Bible says, Be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon thy wrath. So again here, um, David admonish, admonish us uh, about the practices of sin, about the danger of, you know, when sin is around. And also, he wants us to just practice what is good and moral in the sight of God. And it is possible to be angry, but he admonished us not to commit sin uh, in that moment of our anger. And again, um, he mentioned in verse number 5, the sacrifice of joy. In verse number 5, he said, Offer the sacrifices of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. The sacrifices of joy can be made while we are maybe sleeping or on our in our bed on our way to rest and uh, in our quiet time. We think about the goodness of God. We think about um, the, 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 the praises of God. And that is the moment where we praise the Lord. When we think about God, there's, there's you know, always that moment that when we think about God, we will just praise Him in our mind, in our heart. We, we, we take the joy. And um, if sometimes we have a chance, we will worship Him in the moment where even we are alone and, and we admire Him. And again, God wants us to um, just to love Him, to admire the Lord. Just God wants us to praise Him. When we give thanks unto God from our hearts, through our lips, we will discover that there is this security that God will place in our heart. There is this self-confidence. There is this satisfaction that God will Place in our heart the peace. You know, what's the, that's what the Bible says, that the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your minds and hearts through the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is the peace, that when you think about the goodness of God, 
Even if you are in the midst of your problem and you think all the goodness of God, it will give rejoicing in our heart. You see, and from verse number, um, what time is it? <laughs> from, okay, two minutes. From verse number eight <clears throat> to, or verse number six to verse number eight, uh, David tells us here that God alone makes the believer's life um, to be placed in safety. It is Safety is in the Lord. In verse number 6, it says, There be many that say, Who will show us any good? Lord, lift thou up the light of thy countenance upon us. Thou hast put gladness in my heart, more than in the time that their corn and their wine increase. I will both lay me down in peace and sleep. For thou, Lord, only makest me to dwell in safety. You see, in, in, in the midst of the world that is characterized by sin, poverty, and, um, and war, and deprivation, and starvation, and pestilences, and all these sicknesses, the diseases, natural disasters, with all of this happening to this world, and we experience that, but still the goodness of God will always surface. Amen. God is always good despite of what we have uh, experienced and we go through in life. And again, um, the Lord wants us to uh, see His countenance upon us. He wants us to um, see the, the, the you know, um, he, he wants us to see joyful despite of all this darkness that, that comes to our lives. Because He really wants His Creation, that's you and me, <clears throat> um, to give him the glory. Uh, despite of seemingly, you know, unfair experiences that we experience in this life. We, 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 <clears throat> we, <clears throat> we see <clears throat> and experience all and, and look at these people that are in pain. Look at these people that are in, uh, have sickness. Look at these young children dying of, of, of diseases. Uh, look at this, um, you know, uh, poor people in this world. Um, it's not their fault that they are poor. It's not their fault that they have that sicknesses. And yet, um, it seems like they are forgotten. It seems like, you know, all these injustices as we, as we look at it. God wants us to understand that um, things happening to people uh, in this world, uh, it is not His purpose to make them suffer. Um, it is not His purpose, but the purpose of God in our life is for us, first of all, to get to heaven, to be saved. And the purpose of God in His life is for us to enjoy the, the things that He created, all these things He created for us to enjoy. I look at this, uh, you know, in our house, in the surrounding. Wow, the Lord created this so that, you know, we appreciate His design. We appreciate His goodness. We appreciate the, the good things that He um, that He gives to us, the blessings that He showered us with. He wants us to enjoy all this, uh, to enjoy the rain, to enjoy the plants, to enjoy the fruit, and to eat the, the all kinds of blessings that this, this, this earth um, um, uh, brings to us. And He gives us all this, the rainbow and the, the, uh, the you know, clear sky, the uh, the beautiful flowers, and all of those blessings God um, gives to us so that we will enjoy His goodness. 
whatever God you know does in our life is always always for our good because that is what he is he is opposite to the enemy of God Satan in John chapter 10 verse number 10 um, for the thief cometh not but for to steal to kill and to destroy Jesus Christ said I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly not just eternal life he wants us to have abundant life that is really his desire to 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 have all things for us to enjoy and satan opposes that he wants that you know to turn into um um into um you know a curse to us he wants god to turn that into a curse so that all of us will suffer but not with the lord the lord's desire the lord's heart is for all of us to enjoy that is why my friend uh, everything that god does is for our own good and he wants us to even though he wants us to experience the his goodness and all this plentifulness with all this bountifulness there are still problems that we experience and going through that problem still the lord desires that we will still have that um, joy and gladness in the lord despite of the problems that we go through and that is you know what god um what glorifies him when we go through adversity when we go through problem we will still praise him so again this the book of psalm chapter 4 um the the writing of david really gives um gives us a lot of uh, insight uh, about our god and about how we treat him and about his deliverance about his uh, goodness in our lives and just giving us the admonition to keep away from sin stay away from sin because when sin enters and that's that wrecks the whole thing that that will um create so much problem in our lives so again uh, all of us are admonished to um think good and and you know um practice good thing moral thing stay away from uh the things that will displease the lord all right that's our sunday school We're not finished yet hopefully we can uh, continue this next week lord willing let's um bow our heads in prayer our father in heaven thank you lord for the sunday school this morning thank you for our brothers and sisters that have come and if there are still more coming lord i pray that they will uh drive safely coming here and um be in fellowship with us bless all of us lord and thank you for uh all these um great blessing that we have already received thank you for the, this beautiful day and thank you for this place that we can worship you and for all our brothers and sisters in their homes lord bless all of them and oh god i pray that they will still rejoice in you and and worship you lord from their heart bless all of us once again and continue to be with us lord even for our divine service we thank you in Jesus name we pray amen Amen. Let's take a break for five to ten minutes.